Welcome back to Sarcasm Colored Glasses. I am your host, Critical J, and we're back here with another actual um, movie. And this is one that is released on HBO um, as part of like, you know, the straight to streaming, whatever, because this is something that like foolishly um, came out in the theaters right at the, you know, still like, you know, pretty heavy on of pandemic, at least as far as, you know, movie theaters like just opening up. Um, but it is now on HBO and I, I'm not even sure how long it's been on there because I just was browsing and I was like, wait, what? This is one here? Oh my God, I got to watch this. Um, but suspense, suspense, if you haven't actually read what the title of this is, um, we are talking about New Mutants, um, which was something that was um, highly anticipated at the moment. Um because, uh, you know, like, you know, well, X-Men movies were, uh, well, okay, we're, let's let's be honest. They were not on the rise, but um, the desire for horror, uh, maybe desire was for, but we wanted to see good X-Men movies, you know? And, um, you know, I, I've talked about the X-Men movies previously. Um, if you forgot, you can go back and listen to that um, because... Um, there, there, you know, there's a lot of mixed things going on about them because, you know, and I understand the mixed feelings. I personally enjoyed, for the most part, um, the X-Men movies, at least post first class, you know, and that's a very important distinction because the um, the original Brian Singer movies um, and then that god awful third one that came out, um, uh, it was a whole other world from when they, you know, decided because like, you know, and and. I got it for, you know, and this is where I'm forgiving about it because remember, the original X Men movie came out the same time, like, you know, the original Spider Man was out. You know, it's like there was a different baseline of what we expected from these type of movies. So, and Marvel was not wholeheartedly involved in these things at the time. They pretty much they put their stamp on there and they said, go direct whatever. Here's the characters you can use and whatever. Um, of all these different studios and stuff before we've learned all of our lessons and then, you know, created Marvel Studios where they're like, okay, you know what? If this is going to be a Marvel movie, it is going to be in our direction. It is going to be based on the comics that people want. Uh, it's going to, you know, um, if not so much have the stories from the comics that you want, but like, you know, because there's always creative license, but it's going to be based off of those and the characters are going to be consistent with the way they were in the comics, you know? So you're not gonna have these wild things going on like you had in like original X-Men movies where Wolverine and Sabretooth don't know each other. <laughs> or, you know, or, you know, Professor Xavier is acting completely uncharacteristic of how it would be. Storm is completely different, you know? And all these things, it's like, yes, they are the characters from their rogue, the biggest glaring, totally different character. Um, you know, they're, they're going to be at least consistent with what you would be familiar with, you know, creative license on how we're doing these stories, but they're also taking major storylines from the comics. And that's what we're building off of. Um, were, was this 100% successful? Of course not, because if it was, they would still be making them and they wouldn't have, you know, some of them been such huge flops. And, you know, I attribute a lot of the floppiness to um, the fact that people, you know, it's the same thing with the later Spider-Man. Um, well, I don't want to say later Spider-Man. I want to say like, you know, as far as the um, amazing Spider-Man sequence um, series uh, is that, you know, people get tired. You know, you can only reboot things so many times. And if you don't 
advertise them properly or put enough effort into making them appeal to somebody it's like you know it's like like they did with the um the tom holland series which is related into marvel it's like how can we reboot spider-man um while making it interesting enough to draw people in i mean their easiest way of doing it is having a relationship to with the avengers movies um it's whenever you tie in, then people are like, okay, well, now I gotta watch it because it's related to this. Um, well, but you know, all these things are all these side projects. People are like, yeah, I don't necessarily want to get involved in this. You know, I've had enough of the X Men. I don't want to see any more of this or whatever. You know, or the one thing that I did go to watch, I didn't like, or you know, whatever. All these different reasons and all these different causalities and everything that caused them to not do so well. So. Here we are with another X-Men movie, um, but it's completely different from all the other X-Men movies in being one, namely having none of the people from it, but it's something that is within the same world because you're name dropping Professor Xavier and stuff like that without name dropping events, you know, and also this being new mutants, new mutants, like unless you're familiar with the comics, all of the mutants that they use in there are unused anywhere else and also not even common ones you know but they were if you do know who they are and stuff like that um if you're a fan of like marvel and x-men comics then you'd be like then you're super excited because then you're like oh my god that's wolf spain oh my god that's cannonball and stuff like that and and to be honest i watched the entire movie and i didn't even know who all the characters were. I had to actually look some people up because the movie isn't about that. Isn't about, okay, what is my code name? Um, and backstory and whatever and stuff like that. It's like, no, totally not. It was just, they just went by their regular names. Um, and, you know, unless you're familiar with names, like some of them, like, you know, when they're talking about Sam Gunther, I'm like, I, like, I know that name. Where did I hear it? And I look up and I'm like, Cannonball, that's who that guy is, you know? Um, but this is this is this is also what I love about these type of movies, um, or just movies in general, is like it's not so much what they spill out to you, but is it interesting enough to make you Google something afterwards? Not to say like I need to Google what is going on because I don't get it, but because something was mentioned and you're like, something in the back of your head is scratching, like. I feel like there's more to this, you know, I feel like there's, there's more story here that, um, that if I were a deeper fan, I would know about, but it's drawn me in to find out about this. So then what happens? You become a deeper fan. And this should be the goal of these movies. is isn't just to cater out to particular fans, but to cater to them, but also make it interesting enough to create more fans you know it's not just about making a great movie or making an interesting movie or putting like you know superheroes up there so that people can watch another superhero movie you know because there's like such a you know lack of them out there it's about creating fans bringing them down to the ground dirt where this came from and that and and if you if you can get somebody to google more about a character success you know um put just enough information in there to make to like you know just watch it as somebody who doesn't know and enjoy it but then also want to know more i mean honestly that's like 
that's the huge success about Black Panther. People who watch Black Panther, all these people that came out to watch this, weren't watching because they're super Marvel fans. They were watching because, like, you know, they had all these Black Panther comic books, like, piled up in their closets, and they finally get to see him on, on the screen. No, people, and like so many people came to this just to see, um, you know, a black superhero working out of Africa and all this stuff that seemed authentic. You know, they're brought in for that, but they were interested enough to start researching and find out about the comic book character and what he represents and all the storylines and everything like that. And and that that's what made things so hugely successful is what you bringing in new fans. It's not just about catering to people, but it's also but you're not doing one at the expense of the other because a lot of times, yeah, they'll they'll whitewash stuff enough so that somebody who doesn't know anything about this character can enjoy this movie. But then people who know about the characters, you know, like take it back to the original X-Men movies. Like they weren't bad movies, except for the third one. Um, they weren't bad movies, but you know, if you didn't know about them, you could, you know, you could watch it and enjoy it. But if you did know about them, things pissed you off. And there are things that were unnecessary to piss you off. You know, it's like, why would you change this? You know, why? Well, hi, you know, it did, you could have easily, you know, they could have had Jubilee in that rogue part because that was a relationship that, you know, they took Jubilee's relationship with Logan, but they stuck Rogue in the place. And Rogue was a completely different character. You know, she had the same back history, but it didn't, it, it, she was living as another different character. So you're, you're like, as a fan, you're like, why? Why? I don't understand. Why would you do this? You know, you could have had Rogue be somebody else. Um, you know, you had Jubilee in there, but she didn't do anything. So you're like, what? So, um... You don't have to alienate one to the other, or you don't have to be so rigid in comics that, you know, somebody who doesn't have all this back history is going to be like, what? What's going on? I don't understand. Who is this? Why did they have this beef together? I don't get it, you know? And then you're making people look up things for like the wrong reason because they don't understand what's going on. They're not enjoying. They have to enjoy it and then go back and learn. And, you know, it's kind of funny because like, uh, what is this, I've been talking about 10 minutes, so I'm talking about anything about the movie. <laughs> but this this is important stuff about the movie. And this is why this stands out from other movies, from other X-Men movies. Um, but one, one actual thing is that's different except for the characters that they picked and cho chose and that it's not used in a superhero thing you know they were had superpowers and stuff but but again this is something where it's grounded you know and it's where it's like it's like oh you know you've heard of mutants right it's like yeah yeah, yeah i know about mutants whatever you know it's like yeah well you know what you're one it's like i don't know what you can do but you know you're one. it's like oh my god i'm one you know and then it, you know it's cool cool story like is it um you're kind of understanding with them you know and it also one thing that i liked with it too is they don't just Bladen come out and say like, you know, it's kind of like one thing in first class. Like there was that scene where, you know, um, Mystique, another character was completely misrepresented. Um, you know, enjoyed the character in there, but completely misrepresented from how Mystique is, you know? So that, that's another example. It's funny that it's Rogue and Mystique. So it's two characters that should have very, very strong history, which was not covered at all in any of the movies and this is like a huge huge thing you know and um not covered and they were both completely misrepresented you know and why no goddamn reason 
But anyway, I digress. You know, the scene where Mystique is, you know, talking to him all. It's like, oh, you know, what can you do? Oh, what can you do? Oh, I can do this. I can do this, you know. And in this movie, it's like, well, what's your power? I don't want to show my power, you know, or, or like, I don't know, or or I can't do that here, whatever. And you so you're you're learning what their powers are in like and as if you're somebody who doesn't know the particular names, if you don't hear um, Rain, um, and I can't remember what her last name is, but whoever Wolf Spain was, who's played by <laughs> Maisley Williams, which is so cool because it's just like, hey, Arya Stark, you know, um, the uh, King of Direwolves and all this stuff. And it's like, and then you're playing a werewolf. How cool is that? Um, but, but anyway, lo loved her, of course. But, you know, like if you don't know like her name, Rain, whatever her last name is, whatever, that's that's not going to spark something in your head. You're not going to instantly go, oh, that's Wolfsbane. You know, I did because I knew that particular character, but the other ones sounded vaguely familiar. So but I wasn't sure. Um, so, you know, it's you're you're learning what their powers are as they are, as they are with each other. So that's a subplot going on. But it's also and this is the most interesting different aspect of what this movie was from other x-men movies it, it was a horror movie literally and it was like you know something where it's not just like okay you know this is like uh i get to like name drop any random bad horror movie it, you know it's like it's supposed to be scary but it's not or whatever but this is like it was very much a thriller you know um and the stuff that was going on was freaking crazy you know and to make this out of like from X-Men characters, I mean, that that's amazing. And do, doing it well, you know? I mean, it's hard enough to do a good thriller horror movie in the first place, but then to do it with X-Men and have it make sense with the characters and the story and everything like that, whoa, mind blown. Um, so like, uh, but anyway, you know, so um, th th this movie was very, um, oh, and obviously, um, <laughs> way late but spoiler alerts <laughs> so like it's on hbo you know so watch it or whatever so um if you haven't watched it oops um so you know this this movie um you know it successfully showca showcased the the characters true to the comic books um and brought you interest to characters that you might not be familiar with um, did, was a successful thriller horror movie and was like a pretty badass X-Men movie where, you know, like where it wasn't even like talking much about them and just really mentioning them. And the hugest, hugest thing for me that, um, that, you know, like people may not even catch is the fact that, you know, as soon as, and as these later movies, and, you know, and another, it's funny because another great X-Men movie, which was not X-Men, was Logan. Um, and this had the most relationship to that as it actually showed scenes from that. Now, the question is, because of, um, and, you know, just to give you a little bit of backstory on this movie, because like, it's like, okay, well, how does this fit into the X-Men world? Since, this, since they're name-dropping X-Men, how does it fit in with the other movies? And here's the thing is it doesn't, you know, it or it it doesn't say. It's very ambiguous about the time frame. And I did a little bit of research on this. So initially, 
initially. Now we put on a professor goggles, hat, whatever. Um, this movie was supposed to take place in like, I think the eighties and continue off of kind of, um, I think after like apocalypse. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, but as apocalypse did, as apocalypse did, um, wanted to distance from that. So it was supposed to have, um, Xavier and Storm from those movies in it. Um, and if you, it's funny, if you Google it and you look at the cast, it shows James, Ma James McAvoy. And I got to like a fast, excuse me, I fast forward to see if there's end credits and I'm like, oh, there's no end credits. I'm like, I didn't see him in there, but you know, they were supposed to be in there, but then as they changed away from, you know, moving away from those type of things, one, they didn't want to do anything in the past. Well, they blamed movies being in the past for why it did poorly, which is not true, but um, they wanted to just be like, okay, this is whatever era. We're not saying, we're not saying, you know, you can't tell from the clothes. It's not where it's something where it's like, oh yeah, this is in the sixties or this is something that's in 2075 or something, you know, because if you had high tech year, no, this could be literally right now, but they never say, no, nobody takes out a newspaper and says like, oh yeah, it's like, you know, June 4th, um, 2020. No, there's no talk about when it is. So these scenes from Logan, which we do know is in the future, obviously, because this is old man Logan. Um, but is this like foreshadowing of something that's happened that's um going to happen is this something that has happened already and we're just like seeing stuff like that but it's like i mean i would have to say that is foreshadowing because it doesn't seem like you know the state of because like in 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 logan we know the x-men are no longer around and they actually talk about the x-men as if they're active so um so we can safely say this is before logan but in relationship to it as far as you know the experiments and then as i'm building up to it because i know i said it's like the thing that got me so excited and i didn't say it the fact that they name drop exit at axis axis it's so so excess so i don't know um it's so hard to say that word um which is you know and they also did this in logan and they also did this in um crap i think it was the end credit might have been the end credits to um apocalypse or maybe it was Days of Future Past. I can't remember. There's one where I think it was where uh, they had come across Wolverine escaping from like, you know, some laboratory or whatever, the one with um, Weapon X. That's not Days of Future Past. That, yeah, it had to have been Apocalypse. Um, anyway, whatever. And then, you know, the this, you know, like creepy insurance guy comes up and like collects these blood samples and he closes up the... Uh, his uh his briefcase that he put this stuff in and you know and it says like at act why can't i say that word i can normally say i know nathaniel excess whatever however you pronounce that goddamn word um is on it right so and i was like whoa and me being a huge x-men fan know that that is mr sinister's name so and you're like people who haven't you know watched the 1980s cartoon or are familiar with the um thing uh you know x-men comics who is mr sinister mr sinister is like he's you know basically a villain along the lines of apocalypse and um magneto and stuff like that basically that much this guy is you know 
an enemy of the X-Men. Um, you know, and he does genetic experiments on mutants because, you know, trying to create the perfect mutant or whatever, which is blah, 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 X-Men history. Um, nerd, nerd, nerd. Um, but why, why is this relevant to this movie? Because th this is the corporation, as they're saying, is that it's funding this particular hospital that they're going because they're like, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, you're, you could be an X-Men or whatever. Meanwhile, we're making you into warriors and stuff like that, which is like a huge plot twist turning thing. But it's something that is based on something from the comics um, that if you are a super nerd fan, you're aware of this. And if you're not, then you're like peaking interest like huh well what is this thing? Why is this? And then you're looking up and you're like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Um, especially if you watch Logan and may have picked it up in there, may not have picked it up in there. But even if not, then on the very basis, if you didn't do any other research, you would see that this is the same type of people that made the Weapon X's in the Logan movie, which is enough, which that alone ties it in, you know, make, makes it interesting enough to be exciting, even if you don't have the extra nerd stuff onto it. But again, catering to people who are aware and also making it enjoyable for somebody who is not. Um, which, you know, success, 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 let's do more of this. Unfortunately, we probably won't see any more of this because, um, you know, they, they sold all of their characters off to Marvel, which is great because then we can actually see those characters there. But it's something where it's going in the right direction. It's, you know, showing that the importance of these other characters, because the X-Men universe, huge, huge. Um, so there, there's so much, to, you know, there's so many different things, you know, it's like uh, Deadpool does X-Force, you know, you've got X-Force, you've got the new mutants, you've got um, X-Factor, which hasn't been done yet, but hey, maybe, you know, um, all these different groups aside from the X-Men, and they all intermingle, you know, it's like, there one time this person is an X-Men, this other time isn't, you know, sometimes they're a villain, sometimes they're not, you know, so, um, that, I mean, that's the way the X-Men comics are, but there's so much in there, and to see some of this drawn out and in a different way is pretty freaking awesome. So this movie, like, it, I mean, it hit a lot of things, and I was surprised, honestly, because, as I said, you know, like, while I enjoyed some of the, you know, like, uh, later X-Men movies, there definitely was, you know, Dark Phoenix, definitely, you know, <laughs> well, I reviewed that. You can go back onto that. Um, so, you know, there's definitely pluses and minuses of the stuff, but um, you, you just got to the point when you're not expecting much from an X-Men movie. And so for this one that's, you know, kind of side off of X-Men, you were like, nah, you know, but then to look at it and be like, damn, this is really good, you know, and like the plot twist and everything is really cool. Um, and just to like uh, add in what my research was afterwards, um, you could look into this as well and see if it, you know, piques your interest it's see like even more as far as the characters but you know just to tell you the characters that were involved as far as their their um their superhero name whatever you want to call it. you've got you know you've got wolfsbane um danny i don't I actually forgot what her name is i think her name actually is like danny morning uh danny moonstar or something like that i don't think she actually has Oh, she's one of those ones where it has like a whole bunch of different names. Like I think it was like Psych and other things like, you know, X-Men, that's another thing. They're also like, because they, I don't know why, because, but they, they go by different aliases. So you see like aliases and there's like six different things. So these are different time periods. So I think she's got one of those ones where it's a bunch of, there's, there's Cannonball, um, Sunspot, 
Um, Sunspot was a Brazilian kid. Cannonball was the kid from Stranger Things. Another awesome freaking performance. I love the actors in this thing. And then the Russian bitch. Oh man, I say that because like she's freaking like mean girl to the extreme. Um, she's um, magic, uh, which um, if you're really good in your like um, nerd X-Men things, is like Colossus's little sister, which is definitely something to look into because that was like super cool one. Um, and then so uh, who's the other one? I think that's yeah, that was all of them. And then actually even the, even the doctor um, was in the X-Men as well. Um, and I forgot what her is. Reyes, I think her name was Crystal Reyes or something like that. Um, but yeah, so, you know, resurgence of those, look into it, see if it, you know, like makes it even more interesting to it. Um, I found it, I looked at it after the fact, um, some of them, uh, actually cool because the one where they did say like a name kind of is, um, for magic, which blew my mind because I'm trying to sit here, sitting here thinking, who is this girl? What is, you know, I don't understand her powers. And then, you know, that thing where she's, she's going to fight the other thing. And they're like, oh, you can't do that. It's magic. And she's like so am i and then i was like oh snap and then and then everything floods in and I'm like oh my god i know who she is and this is so awesome right now um but yeah you know so anyway new mutants killer awesome movie another free for hbo thing so you know like uh you you could not be disappointed by spending 15 dollars for hbo because there is so much stuff right now especially for us um Check out the hubs too. They have a lot of cool like superhero stuff on there. Um, but yeah, you know, great killer movie, awesome horror, thriller, X-Men, everything. So check that out. Tell me what you like. Um, as always, you can hit me up on Twitter, um, HJism, or uh, Instagram, hashtag HJism hashtag jism i gotta get these things straight um, but anyway i hope that you are seeing clearly and your prescription is filled until next time